episode 10 episode 10 man let's go dude you know get right into like comment subscribe yes you know i'm gonna say all the the things all the things it pops up right there but i just want to say that episode 10 i think it's a kind of momentum thing like right i feel really good about that yeah, yeah. So every like, every subscriber accounts it helps us in the algorithm. So share it if you're liking the post, if you're liking the content on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all the platforms, man. And something I guess we don't, uh, you know, talk about a lot is you can listen yeah. to it just audio. Right. Like, there's a cutoff. Yeah. I've tried to make it 25 minutes at the 25 minute work. There's still like right. 10 to five minutes. Oh no. So, sometimes I felt like we filmed like the video content, like it was a good conversation, but I felt like the audio. Sometimes oh. it was even better. No, we dropped some gems. In that yeah, I was gonna say. So for all the all the real fans, <laughs> right? All the all the real ones. You know? Yeah, all the real ones. You can uh, check out the audio, man. I think it's good. Yeah, man. Um, topic for the day though. Uh, you know, something that we were just talking about at lunch was, you know, we've done what we said we were gonna do this year. You know, yep. this year has been a really good, and I guess this is more so like uh, end of the year talk. But I mean, it's right. almost end of the year. It's almost November, a couple of days right. away. Yeah. Um, but you know, we've said. Uh, you know, we said we're mm. gonna do this this year. You know, we're gonna go after these things, right. and we actually did it. And so, because yeah. we we had that realization. No, you actually, you had the realization. It was yep. like, yo, we did, like we did it. You know, and I was like, oh snap! Like this year, we really did step forward in those right. things. Well, no, I think that was the thing for me because I remember we talked about like I think a couple episodes ago about like the confidence and about achieving goals and setting that and being consistent with yourself. But you know, for us last night, we're kind of tired. <laughs> we're all caffeinated up right now. We're we're out late last night with some friends and stuff. But you know, that was something that was a big takeaway for me. And like I think we were um we're at a previous church and we were like feeling like it was time to switch it up. But we were prioritizing like all right, if we were to leave, what are we looking for? What's important to us? And a big thing for us was that community, about to be able to meet people our own age and to be able to go out and to be social. Mm-hmm. You know, especially for me, I can speak for myself. Like, I'm definitely very, like, you know, kind of introverted nature esque, mm-hmm. if that's a phrase, yeah. where it's like I kind of have my own people, I have my own routines, but mm-hmm. I felt like it was time to branch out, meet new people, go out, do mm-hmm. things I wasn't normally used to doing. And for that's sure. exactly what we did with this new group, man. So, anyone who's, you know, in that group, uh, you know, we appreciate you guys, love Shout you guys. Out to you guys. And yeah, uh, yeah that, that's been a big thing for us. And so I remember we were on the phone and I kind of just stopped and I thought about this even before the call. And I was like, man, can we just take a moment to appreciate that? Like we came out with this goal and we didn't even know if it was even possible because mm-hmm. we felt like we had a good thing earlier. Mm-hmm. And we're like, ah, like because I remember we had a lot of hesitation about leaving mm-hmm. because we were like, ah, we really got to find what we're looking for. And we're kind of not difficult personalities, but we're very unique mm-hmm. personalities. So we don't click with everybody. And so to be able to have, I mean, exactly what I think we asked for is, is a blessing. You just led me into something that we weren't even, we didn't discuss. Right? Yeah, go for it, man. No, I think what you're talking about is taking a leap of faith. Right. So I, we talked about that um, at lunch today of like, you know, a lot of people say they're going to do this. They're going to do all that. Yeah. And I think you do need to have an internal like, okay, I'm going to go after this goal. Right. But at some point you need to take a leap of faith, right? Because at the end of the day, overthinking and doing all that kind of stuff yeah. is going to keep you in your same bubble, yep. right? Like you said, we had these, oh, is this going to work? Is this, you, we don't know, right? If there's a sermon, um, it's maybe God, if you look it up, I think it's Elevation, um, yeah. you know, and it's that idea of, you know, that new thing, that new new job, whatever, maybe it's God saying, Hey, do this thing. Right. But you'll never know if you don't take that leap of faith. Yeah. And so I think in every opportunity that's given to you for for us, like we had a friend that was going there before, um, kind of invited us. And then we were like, Oh, we don't know if we want to try, but like, what if that, what if that, um, that opportunity, there's a blessing in there, but you won't know until you say yes. And a lot of, you know, 
a lot of people's blessing, they're blocking it because they're saying no, but all they need to say is yes right. to let that thing in. Well, no, I think a lot of times it's like, I think of that phrase, you know, don't be afraid to give up good for great. And I feel like that's kind of where we were at was like, that down, people. Right yeah, down I was going to say, because I think we were at a place where like, we had a good thing. It's like, mm-hmm. we, you know, we felt like we had a routine, like, you know, like we met, you know, not at Elevation, but like we kind of had a similar interest and that's how we connected. And like, yeah, we had a good thing going, but, and a lot of times it was almost operating at a place of scarcity of like, okay, I have a good thing and I'm just going to hold on to that because I don't want to lose that. And you're yeah. missing out on this whole nother world. Cause if we stayed mm-hmm. where we were at, it's like, we would have never met the people we would have met, would have never had the social circle that I feel like we have now. Mm-hmm. We would have had all these great things, you know, but we had to be willing to let go of the good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's kind of uh, having an abundance mindset. I think you touched on that a little bit, but you have to realize that, you know, and that's for people who just got out of a relationship, who just got out of a job or whatever. Um, Like, for instance, 2020... Um, 2020 wasn't good for me business wise at yeah. all. It was trash. No, I was gonna <laughs> say yeah, no, it was bad for me too. <laughs> yeah, know? not a good year, not a good and, year. But you know, I step, I stuck through. You know, I changed my business model. I did yeah. what I had to do, and you know, 2021 has been the best financial year of that yeah. I've ever had. Same, and so, same. but I think that only happened because I built the momentum up. I said yes, I said no to certain things right. in order to like get that blessing. And I know that that word yeah. is kind of like, oh, what does that blessing mean? Right. And to me, I feel like the greater thing. Right? Right. But, yeah. but you know, it's funny, though, like sometimes the blessing doesn't mm. feel like the greater thing. But then again, hindsight is twenty twenty. So when you look back, you can right. see like that needed to happen. Like for me, yeah. I look at twenty twenty, you know, everyone had a trash twenty twenty, not just me or you. Of course, yeah. But, um, you know, I'm looking back like, oh, that needed to happen because there were some things in me that I needed to get out. There were right. some things that I need to overcome uh, just business wise, personal stuff right. that, you know, twenty twenty has taught me and even twenty twenty one has taught me because, you know, we can I, I can well I can say for myself I think I had a great year like financially right. but then like other parts of my life or whatever like that I'm like uh, okay yeah, I need yeah. to fix that or I need to do that you know there's still things that aren't full 100% laid out right. so I just think of that like sometimes you gotta like you know let go of the thing that you think is good right. you know in order to accept the thing that you don't think is good but you don't know because you're saying no to it pushing it off 100% well I think I mean even adversity is a good thing at least for me like I sometimes like it's easy to look back on previous experiences that are negative and immediately chalk them as like bad I'm gonna forget about it but a lot of the times man like at least I'll speak for myself personally mm-hmm. my greatest development to be able to make me who I feel like I am today happened in the trenches of of me being where I did not want to be, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, struggling with certain things or just like whatever yeah. the topic may be of like just being in a bad place, either like emotionally mm-hmm. or physically or financially or whatever. It's like in those places, I feel like that's where you really become who you're supposed to be to be able to elevate out of that place. But you need that struggle to be able to, you know, feel that fire, at least sure. for me. Yeah. I mean, um, I was talking to a friend and he was saying like every time he goes to a really bad season where it's like mm-hmm. the business is not going well the, you know the relationships aren't going well just right. everything is just trash um like there's always something on the other side of that and to me this could be wrong but this is just kind of yeah. my principle of life right. it's you know it'll be good if you can um you know in when it's when mm-hmm. it gets dark if mm-hmm. you can just stick through Right. I think when you start kind of like, you know, going in your thing, like, oh, this is really bad. This is terrible. I won't be able to get through. Instead of being like, this is just lasting for the moment. Like, I know that I'll I'll go past this. Right. And uh, something that, you know, Pastor Tyson said last night of like overthinking about the past and overthinking about the future. Mm. You know, you need to be in a place where it's like, I'm happy now. 
I'm happy right. today, right? You know, right. I'm taking the joy for the day and, you know, kind of like a little um, Bible quote or whatever is like, you know, God gives you enough for today, right? right. To take take today's, you know, blessing, take that you're alive, all that kind of stuff, right. you know, take today's blessing so you're not overthinking the future or overthinking the past because mm. then that leaves you in a place of like, um, feeling like you're lacking something because like, oh, right. I'm going to be happy when, once I get X, Y, Z. Oh, I would have been happy if I did X, Y, Z. Yeah. It was like, instead of taking a perspective of like, no, I'm happy today. This Today's a good day. I'm alive. You know, I'm going to find joy. Mm. And I think a lot of people, it's kind of like the thing with love, right? They mm. think it's like, um, you know, it's just like a feeling. No, you have to choose to love somebody. You have right. to choose to accept joy. Right. Well, no, and I was going to say, because even something that, um, you know, the pastor of our old church kept on saying was like, don't let like, don't be dominated by your emotions. I think sometimes for me, it's really easy, especially when you're in a bad place to be like, mm-hmm. it's going to be like this forever. And like, I'm always going to think this way. I'm always, you know, like you got out of a, a relationship you want to stay in. It's like, I'm never going to find love again. Or like, Oh, like you go broke or something like that. I'm always going to be poor. It's, it's easy to stay in these places emotionally. But I think for me, I feel like, you know, throughout my life, I've had to really take myself out of my emotions and be like, mm-hmm. okay, realistically, I know you feel like this, right. but it's like in reality, life goes like this. You know what I mean? So there's going to be some valleys. There's going to be some highs. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a bad place, just know that, like you said, stick with it and things will get better. I mean, obviously you have to be working on yourself and making sure that you're doing the work to get yourself out of that place. You're not just going to roll out of bed and all your problems are going to be gone. But just the consistency of knowing that like just the pattern of life is just ups and downs. And so just stick with it, man. And this may be like an out there thing, but I don't want to live a quote unquote easy life. Like, I don't want everything to come like I never had yeah. any grit into this. I never had any resistance because yeah. I feel like that's where you learn the best, right? You know, some people, mm-hmm. like, they may have grown up in a bad area or something like that, right. but they there's such an opportunity there because mm-hmm. there's so much in them, and they don't realize right. that they have. It's like, wait, hold up. Like, I've been through all this stuff. Like, maybe these other people had, you know, better opportunities or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like I have something in me that they never had to go through. Yeah. So the way I have to get this thing, and so that's how mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I have this chip on my shoulders. Not like, I mean, I grew up with this all my whole life so <laughs> <laughs> started from the bottom <laughs> you know we go some Drake thing but no but I think that you know I've challenged in other in other areas to where it's like you know but I've made this I made myself a way it was like you know I had this opportunity to win because I had right. certain adversities and so yeah you need to look at your adversities as like just another po- uh, point on the scoreboard. It's like, yeah. oh no, this is actually the thing that could push me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You know, I feel like God does things in ways that we don't really understand why we went to, through certain things. Right. Like something that we say a lot is like, God didn't make us like this for no reason. Yeah. And so, you know, just how, you know, just how we are, right? Like God didn't, yeah. you know, make us like this for no reason. And so for yeah. me, I feel like that's an opportunity for us to like do the best we could in any situation right well i think especially if you start from a place where like you're at a really low point it's like i think for me i you know i remember i was talking to a friend about this talking about like you know would you really want to be like you know joke around about like trust fund kids and stuff like that Mm -hmm. how like they're born into money Mm -hmm. and how like people think like that's a, a better life but in reality like people i think it was gary vaynerchuk who talked about this how like these people who start off at the very top in terms of like financial status or whatever it's like they'll never have that appreciation for like i guess a pride and like you know, building themselves up, starting their own thing and having that be the reason why they're successful. I mean, even uh, Gary Vee also talked about how like sometimes these children are in the, uh, in the, like the shadow of their parents and how like they feel like they'll never be able to outshine them. People discredit their accomplishments because of where they started. Mm-hmm. And so in a lot of ways, man, it really is an opportunity to be able to prove yourself, have that pride in yourself that you can do it. 
And I think that's really huge going forward, man, because we talk about that all the time, that self-belief mm-hmm. and that momentum. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that adversity is what creates that pride of like, oh, no, I really can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of looking at opportun- looking at adversity as an opportunity. Right. You know, I think I said this maybe in the last podcast, and I also said this, I think, on an Instagram story. Mm-hmm. I was just like looking at the things in your life to see mm-hmm. that, you know, just be grateful for literally every little thing because yeah. that thing that you um, that you call as like mm. n- not a blessing like some people pray for the things that you have and mm. then other people look at it as like oh, a burden like do yeah. not like I put myself in a place where it's like I will mm. not complain about things that somebody are praying somebody on their yeah. knees right this moment praying for something that I look at as a, as a burden yeah. and it just shows how selfish we are one as Americans you know yeah. <laughs> and you know how you know there is so so much abundance sometimes yeah. that you know we feel kind of coddled or babied or like, like things come so easy like we don't have to oh, worry yeah. about what we're eating tomorrow or nothing like oh that. no i mean i think we're definitely i think as a society i think we're definitely soft like i oh, think yeah. just i think just objectively soft. like mm-hmm. you, know, you look back on like all the previous generations like for okay and don't ask me why i was doing this for some reason i was watching um clips from like the movie troy Mm-hmm. And like Gladiator and all this other mm-hmm. stuff, I'm like, I just thought back at like at that period of time, men. <laughs> bro. First of all, I mean, talk about war. I yeah. mean, these people were like slashing each other with like mm-hmm. swords and spears. And I'm like, even that aspect of war is just like so messy. Like, mm-hmm. it was just crazy. And thinking about how like people only live to be like 30 years old, and crazy. like you die from like a common cold, and just like all these different things. And I'm like, man, first of all, just from like a, an awareness standpoint, people talk about. And first of all romanticizing the past is definitely a thing people are like i wish i was in the 1980s or something like that and i was like ah like first of all most people who say that weren't even there and then for the people who were there i think it's really easy to overlook a lot of the problems Mm -hmm. because i think for some reason like people just romanticize the past Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but for me man i'm i'm internally grateful to be where i am in the country Mm -hmm. and the family i have and the friends Mm -hmm. that i have because like you said man i remember um you know, reading this article about people who have, like, various cancers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And this one guy said how you never really appreciate, like, just basic things like your health until you don't have it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Or it's like, you know, people, like, you know, talk about veterans who, like, lost, like, limbs or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't appreciate, like, the basic things like being able to get up and go walk somewhere mm-hmm. until you don't have that. And so I think for me, it's coming from the frame of, like, everything that, you know, is important to me, I feel like I have and I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. And just coming from that frame of gratefulness. Because like you said, there's somebody who is praying for what you already have. Mm -hmm. And I think that frame of gratefulness allows you Mm -hmm. to go harder in other things. And so I think that calls back to what we were talking about in the beginning of, you know, I think because we're, you know, net net grateful of everything, we're able to look at things at a different perspective to be like, you know, like I'm going to go after that thing. And so that's why we're saying like, oh, you know, we what we said we were going to do, we did. And that could be an underlying thing of just like us being grateful of what we already had. So, oh, no, like I know there could be better out there. I know, you know. All the cliches, but I think yeah. that, you know, if you're grateful overall, you're able to have a perspective to look at things. Yeah. And, oh, you know, it's good, but I think it could be better if I if I work harder in this right. area. And so, you know, I'm glad that we took that approach this year in business and our social circle and stuff right. like that to be able to be like, you know, OK, we want those things. We're going to go after it. Right. Like stop overthinking, going after it. Well, no, and I was going to say for me, like I remember something that. Like, whenever I'm looking for motivation and stuff, I think for me, like, motivation is, like, a feeling, like, a temporary feeling. I feel like that consistency and that discipline is really what 
actually creates that progress. Yes. But so I think that's an underrated thing too. People will watch these like 45 minute long motivational videos. I'm like, you need to understand that's a feeling. Right. You know what I mean? You can't, once again, going back to what I was saying earlier, you can't rely on feelings for true progress. It's really a mentality yeah. shift and discipline and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. But for me, something that like gets me kind of like pumped up is thinking about the idea of like, I mean, once again, just the opportunity that we have, bro. I almost feel like a sense of obligation Mm -hmm. of like, man, there is somebody like, I mean, I think my dad was telling me about there are people in India who are born into like these camps where they break rocks. No, slavery. Yes. Slavery. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what that is. And I'm like, you know, I'm sitting here, you know, first of all, like awareness. I'm complaining about my iPhone 12 Pro Max not scanning my face fast enough so I can (laughs) get directions to Chipotle. I'm getting triggered. (laughs) But even like, you know, just thinking about that thing of like, man, there are people all over the world who are just begging for a chance Mm -hmm. to have what we have right now. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, man, like, and I think to me that just fuels me to be able to make the most of what I have. You know, because there's a lot of people who are dying to be in your shoes, man. Oh, yeah, 100 uh, percent. I want to take a hard pivot uh, talking about like the social situation thing. Oh, yeah. You know, something that I've been gathering lately, um, which is so weird because it's like we're mixing like, you know, real life. And uh, <laughs> well, no, and, and this is a weird line we have to walk to between because like, I mean, obviously like, we have a lot of friends who watch the show. And so like we kind of have this thing of like. We want to make sure we're still ourselves and that we're being authentic and we talk about the things we want to talk about. But it's so fresh. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, it's like we also can't have, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I get what you're saying. You get what, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, um, So, yeah, so I was going to say, like, calling to, like, the, you know, recent social events that we've been kind of going to or whatever. And it's really, like, a lot of church events. Like, I people probably think like oh like, what events are you talking about like it's you know yeah church event yeah <laughs> yeah we're not talking about like hitting the club at 3 a.m or that's just yeah, not my that's not my style yeah, like, you'll, you'll never you'll never see me there that's off brand for us for sure yeah you know we're I'm true right. mavericks you know just <laughs> start being so corny um but it's had me realize of like you know you know we're getting older you know just thinking about the girl thing of like you know what do I want in a wife and like what do mm. I want in a girlfriend? You know, of course, you know, baby steps, you know. Yeah, but, of course, of course. Right. I just marry the first girl I meet. <laughs> Yo, I, I was um at I think it was lunch with my grandma. And like my grandma immediately was asking me. No, so we always wrap up like whatever meal we have, like a prayer and stuff like that, you know, yeah. just the fam support news stuff. Uh-huh. And she was like, she just randomly took a hard pivot and she was like, Father, I pray that God that Hunter would find a woman. And I was like, What? Like, Shots fired. Yo, I was crying, bro. It was so funny. <laughs> But like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, and just like it got me thinking of like certain qualities, like you know, yeah. I think you know we've of course we talked about like qualities we like in girls and stuff like that, right. but like that sweet thing is such a high, it's it's very high on the list, one hundred percent. You know, like because you don't meet a lot of, you know, people who are just naturally sweet who are kind. You know, you right. have to take those into consideration because that's something we think about. You know, like. You know, a lot of guys are like, oh, yeah, I just want the hottest girl in the room. Right. And I was like, where's the girl with the most character? Like, Underrated, really, bro. Like, 100%. Does she really say who she really is? Right. Like, that's the type of person I want. I want somebody with real character. Right. Someone who's really going to be down for me and down for other people. Like, yeah. who truly has a good heart. And I think that, right. you know, especially as guys, we're like, oh, if she's, you know, she got a nice body and she da da da. It's like, yo, what is her character? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a tons of girls with, a, with nice bodies out here. But, like, what are they, you know, 
when you're just when it's just you and them when it's you and them alone and you're talking right. about some deep topic. It's like there's no yeah. there's no depth there. <laughs> well, and I think it's important for you to have the awareness of like what are you looking for in a partner, and then even like what type of partner are you looking for? Because I think sometimes people are just like single and they're just looking for a relationship to be in a relationship, and other people like you're looking for a soulmate. Other people are like I said looking for a girlfriend, mm-hmm. and sometimes the stuff you look for in a girlfriend like it's kind of one level, but then another level is like a wife. And so like what characteristics are you looking for with that? And I think just being able to like, like you said, to have those priorities about what's important to you, what, you know, understand what kind of person that you are and like what kind of person would mesh with you. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it's real easy to say like, I want this, 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 and this, but it's like, but does that person want you? The question is, why are you dating? Right. Why are you dating this person? 100%. Right. And so, you know, I, I date, for marriage right so that yeah. means like i yeah i want to break that down because some people actually may not understand that because i feel like people have heard like christian people say that like what does that mean so you're marrying yeah. this girl no that means right. that i'm intentional about this relationship right. and so when i meet a girl you know of course the feelings may be there or whatever mm-hmm. but i'm going to stop i'm going to put a barrier there i'm going to have um you know what, what are those mm-hmm. things guidelines to the relationship like it's a phone <laughs> <laughs> no i'm going to have these um what is it called? Boundaries. There, there we go. <laughs> so I'm going to have these uh, boundaries with me and the girl that I'm seeing yeah. only really to protect, you know, the, the realness of the relationship. I don't want anything to be clouded by lust or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I want to say, Hey, do you really like me for who I am? Do I like you for who you are? And right. so we can figure out, you know, what does this, re- what could this relationship look like right. in five years in five yeah. months even. Right. So, you're going into the relationship with the awareness of the ending of it. Oh, that's good, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yo, to, clip that, clip that. Yeah, 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 you're going into the relationship with the awareness of what could it be in, at the end, right. not what it is right now. Right. And, you know, so you treat this person differently. Mm-hmm. You know, you're actually like really trying to figure out their character. Like, yo, what are they like when they get mad? Like, what yeah. are they like when the waiter doesn't bring out their food? You know? Well, and I was going to say, because even a topic that, uh, you know, me and the boys were talking about was the idea of how like, You'll know somebody who acts differently depending on the situation is a red flag to me. Mm-hmm. So like if you're like one on one with somebody and like oh, okay like they're a certain way and then you get them in a group setting, I think we all have that one person who we know who's like completely changes Switch up on up. like on who they're with and what context and blah blah blah. It's like to me, man, that's a little concerning. I want somebody who's consistent, who's honest with themselves. And I think to me that's a little bit of a red flag if you're just constantly changing who you are because I mean who are you really like? Well, and I think it's good to be able to be a social gecko. So for right. that, yeah, so yeah. you can blend into certain things. But I think what you're talking about, yeah, like fundamental are, changes in your personality. Like yeah, you're like, a literal different person depending on who you're with. Right, like, that's what I mean. Know. They're talking about Jesus a woman and just getting sloshed. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're just getting drunk. It's like, wait, I thought you were, you know, Bible quote. Like, what happened to Matthew, you know, 316? Yeah. Like, what, what's the, what's yeah, I was going to say, I thought there was a uh, Bible verse in your Instagram bio. Yeah, like, I don't it's know. like, hmm. you know, John 316. That's what I'm going to say, not Matthew. But like, yeah, like people have these, you know, um, things in their their bio and then they wear the cross. It's like, yeah. yo, if she got a cross on, she's a, it's like, oh, yeah. check the character, my guy. Like, find out what she is about. Girls, find right. out what he is about, right? right? Like, just because he's six foot tall, handsome, he has his own business, what's he going <laughs> I mean, like he, he might even have a podcast. Like, <laughs> he, he might be wearing headphones on right now. <laughs> just explain myself. No, but, like, just because he's, like, the height that you want him to be, yeah. I'm like, yo, you don't want to be with him long term. Like, realistically, yeah. he's a bum. 
You know what I mean? And that's something. No, I'm no, yo, let's be <laughs> hey, real, I mean, right? Yeah. And then, the, but that's something that I even talked about. I was like, I do not want to be with a girl that is a lazy. You know, right. or I don't want to be with friends who are lazy or like, people like, in general. Yeah. yeah, laziness actually irritates me. And maybe I need to work on that for myself. Hey, I mean, <laughs> people who are because I don't know. It's just like, yo, it's like, you're just going to do nothing. Like, you're well, just- but at the same time, like, I don't feel like that's even a bad thing for you to say that because mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost the fact of like, I'm not for everybody. And it was even like a conversation I was having last night with this girl. I was like, listen, dude, I'm not looking for everybody. Like, yes. you know what I mean? And especially when it comes to like a life partner. And like what I like what you said about how. Looks, I think, is are very important. I think if you're not attracted to... You can't just be with somebody because they're a good person. Yeah, There has to be more. There has to be an attraction. There has to be, right. you know, these things that you care about. Maybe not every single little thing you ever wanted, but, like, are the main Sadly. things there. You know what I mean? That's a very important distinction. Right. No one's perfect. Newsflash, you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Uh-huh. And so I think just having that awareness of, like, are the key things that are really important to you, mm-hmm. are they there? Mm-hmm. I want to be so silly right now. <laughs> hey, I mean, send it, bro. Send it. It's too serious. I'm like, you know, dark hair, pretty. This <laughs> are going down the list. Hey, um, I mean, no, no, but that's real, man. Like, I mean, we talked about this, and we may sound like a broken record, but yo, mm. sex is the hot commodity nowadays, yeah. and you know, I think. You know, there's a lot of studies that a lot of people aren't having that many, that's not having that much sex. But, mm. like, I don't know how true that is. Because, like, from my perspective, mm. looking out in the world, people are getting slept with. <laughs> people are in the streets. Yeah, they are I giving mean, it up for absolutely nothing. Like, know you're worth a little bit, right? Yeah. Just, you know? And, yeah, that could get... But you, you understand what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I would say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I just think that, you know... Like let's let's look for character. Right. Let's look for you know real people who are you know really yeah. truly connected. Who are really who they say who they are. You know. Right. And I, something I like what you said that you're not um you're not going off of what who you want them to be. Yeah. That is so dangerous, yeah, man. Because it's like oh yeah like they are like. They may have these couple things, but you'll excuse all of that because you yeah. say, oh, no, because they're really this. Well, but I feel like girls are guilty of that, of having these, like, project boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Like, I hear this all the time about, like, oh, I started dating him for this, but then, like, I didn't like this, and this is a big red flag, but I could change him and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, for me, I think, you know, it's funny how, like, we bring these conversations from, like, real life and into the podcast. But for me, like, I remember having this conversation with someone, and I'm talking about how, like, essentially, I never go into a situation hoping to change somebody. It's like, am I happy with who they are right now? If they never change, or if anything, like, in terms of, like, looks, for example, I mean, everyone gets older. It's like, if this is their very best, if this is the very best it ever gets, you know, and we're kind of on a decline from here. Am I happy? Because I think a lot of people go into relationships hoping to change people. Like, oh, I can get I can get him to work out. I can get him to want to make more money. I can get her to up her fashion or like whatever this thing is. It's like you can't go into relationships trying to change people. You're not their therapist. And this is my other thing too now that I'm on this. <laughs> but like I hate when people try to like use their boyfriend or girlfriend as their therapist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your partner is not there to solve all your problems. You know what I mean? Get right. counseling, see a therapist, address these issues, have some self-awareness if you have these underlying issues of maybe you should be single, mm-hmm. heal, and then come back because you'll be better. The relationship will be better. But yeah, I just hate these crazy situations of like people just like kind of just dumping on their significant mm-hmm. other and like that's not their burden to carry. It's putting weight on the relationship. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's just blending the roles a little bit. I just don't really feel like that's what you're supposed to do. And I was smiling while you were talking because I was like, <laughs> I, I'm being stupid, right? But I was like, fellas, gravity is a real thing. 
<laughs> what goes up may have to come down. Um, <laughs> so, you know, but no, for real, like, without all the silly stuff, though, yeah, but yeah. I think that um, you really have to make sure you're going into relationships for the right reasons right. Um, instead of just kind of like this sex thing or whatever the case is. Uh, but, you know, yeah. something I will say in like social stuff, like, you know, you have to be careful also what you share with certain people. Um, yes. You know, because I think a lot of yeah. people, you know, you could be having fun, but you like kind of overshare. And I think that's something that people right. are guilty of because like maybe they haven't like had friends or they're really trying to build a social circle. So mm-hmm. they'll just start dumping on people. And sometimes that makes the it uneasy. Like, oh, my gosh, you're telling me. Well, no, and I think people do it because I think they think that like, oh, if I share this personal information with them we'll get closer when in reality, if you haven't known them for long enough, it's actually a really big red flag. Mm-hmm. So I think it could, if anything, it actually do the opposite of what they think it's going to do. And it'll just repel people. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, it makes people draw back because yeah. it's like, Hey, you're sharing all of this because then that makes them feel uncomfortable of like, Hey, if I right. share something with you, are you going to share it with other people? Oh like, yeah. You know, you're just really like being really open. And I think it's good to, especially yeah. if you have a good personality, like people are going to share stuff and right. you're going to share stuff. But I just think, like, you know, I'm always on the, like, make sure you protect yourself. Like, I'm always, like, protecting myself in certain situations of, like, hey, like, don't share too much. You know, don't let me, like, I almost want to tell people, like, because sometimes I find myself in these situations where people are telling me every detail. And I think it's because of, like, how I am in social situations. But I'm like, I shouldn't know this, you know. And, and of course, like, I'm not going to tell anybody or whatever. But it's just, like. I just think of that like, man, if they weren't talking to me, right. like they could do some damage to this person. And so I just say right. be aware of that, like of who you're sharing what with. Well, no, and not everyone is trustworthy. You know what I mean? It's like there's like you said, there's certain people you should not be sharing information with. It's like, yeah, there are things and we kind of it's funny how like for me, a lot of the themes of like different areas of my life come back to like these categorical lists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like I only have like two or three people that I'm really going to say everything that's on my mind. Most people, I mean, not that like, you know, I'm kind of stiff arming people or whatever, but there's just certain people have certain roles in your life and not everyone is your best friend. Not everyone is going to be this like 10 year you know, relationship, 10 year friendship or whatever. And so I think just having those like at least that awareness of how close am I to this person really right. having some social context and a lot of these things kind of blend together. But I think that awareness is important. Yeah, because I think at the you know the foundation of that people just want friends they want to be close to people you yeah know? of course so i definitely understand it um but it's just knowing how to balance that of like okay right when should i share this really intimate uh detail about myself yeah maybe not on the first second third or the first month you've known this person right because again something that i do like i let people show me who they are like I literally like I will sit and observe the room as much as I'm social and I'll like talk to everybody right. I'll look I'll be like a spider on the wall just like I'm like what are these people doing like really right. trying to figure out people and I think that a lot of people need to take that because then they'll know how to deal with certain people they'll have a better understanding of how to deal with certain personalities yeah uh, you know in certain situations right and so again just protecting yourself and People want to be like, oh, do you have trauma? It's like, no, I just want to protect myself. Because I can hear somebody saying that. That's like, <laughs> Who hurt you? Yeah, like, no, you did. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, well, now that you bring it up. <laughs> right. Um, I just, actually, Hunter, yeah. I'm going to have a full-on confrontation right now. <laughs> right. Just start crying. I'm like, you've really hurt me, man. My <laughs> hey, go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, man, you got to figure that out. Um, yeah, no. And even to a certain extent, I don't know. Because I think, like you said, the, the categories, things, but like 
you have to figure out who you're going to share those deep things with. Because just how you said, like, your partner is not your therapist. No. Sometimes your friends aren't either. No, your now, friend. Yeah, same thing. I don't think your friend is your therapist. Well, I think I, I'm 50-50 on that. I think mm. it, it depends on the closeness of the friend. Because they can, like, right. guide you in a way. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, you got to be careful with, like, shit. Because, again, you're pushing people away. That's like pushing a people away mechanisms right there yeah no i agree i mean I, cause I think like you said depending on like for me like the people who are really really close like i'll let them know what's going on because i feel like it is important to have a support system i think yes. it's important to be honest i think these things are important but i think like you can't put that burden on your friends to fix your problems right you know what i mean or it's like every time you see them you're updating them on the latest disaster or you know whatever it is and so i right. think it's important to be able to say hey I'll let my friends know what's going on, you know, have them like, you know, for us, like we you know, pray for each other, support yeah. each other, let's get some coffee, let's talk about it. And I think that's obviously very healthy. So I'm, I'm not like, I don't want anyone to walk away from this podcast being like, tell no one, tell, you know, don't oh, share no. anything, trust no one. I mean, absolutely not. But I think once again, just having like that awareness of like what's appropriate, what's kind of overreaching, understanding your relationships, you know, and things like that. Here's how you wrap it up learn who you are okay with being vulnerable with yeah. because I think that not, that kind of uses that's the system that you judge of who you're going to share stuff with yeah. it's like yo who can I be vulnerable with right. right and so once you find that one or two people that you can be vulnerable with you're right. like okay cool like yo because there's been times like, yo, I feel like this. Yeah, I got to get this off. Yeah, I'm dumping, man. Right. <laughs> you know, because sometimes like, you know, how strong you may seem on the outside. Like, yeah. there's some things just like, I need somebody to yeah. go through this with, man. I need right. to get this off my chest. Like someone who knows me so they can be like, yo, you're tripping. Right. Relax. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's that, um, those real friendships. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we were talking about that was like, you know, friends, best friends. And then like, for me, like brothers. Yeah, you know, I think that's very, very important. I think those dynamics are always a little bit different. Sure. But yeah, I mean, having that real support system of people who genuinely want you to do well, who are genuinely there for you, like on the like, you know, three a.m. I need you to come over. Yeah. We, you know, something's going on, like yep. that kind of level. Because I think you don't really know who your real friends are until you're in those situations. Until you go through something where it's like, hey, I need to talk to somebody. Like, who am yeah. I gonna? And if you go through your phone and you can't find anyone i think that's when you just start to reevaluate your life like hey like i'm going through this hard thing and you pass 10 names and not one of them you feel like you could call right now yeah uh because you feel like they're going to judge you or whatever the case mm. is and like, i think that's what it is to building an atmosphere with your friends who are like mm. yo you can share anything with me and right. i'm not going to be like are you kidding yeah, like, Ayo, what? <laughs> yeah. what you know like, i'm not going to trim like that like, either i've been through that before or right. like hey man we'll get through this Right, so right. you need to find people that you're okay with being vulnerable with, and you know right. maybe sometimes it might be your family, but I think you know as you get older, I think it's good to find people outside of your family. I agree. Of people like who know you, but like they know you in a different light, so they're able to shed some stuff. Because sometimes it's right. kind of like the advocacy thing where it's like you know it's your mom or something like that, and they're yeah. like, no, you're, and it's like, mom, thank you, but you're wrong. <laughs> you <know>? Right. <laughs> Respectfully, you know, you're wrong. Exactly. And so it's good to have other people to have a different perspective on the situation yeah well i think even for me when it comes to like what information do i share with i mean obviously that that level of trustworthiness is very important but i think a question i always ask myself before i even share the information that i'm thinking about sharing is if this got leaked to everyone i know right now how would i feel because there's sometimes where it's like you're sharing information with people and like there's like a certain level of riskiness you're like okay like you know i feel like they're gonna keep it to themselves but what if they don't you know i think having that awareness of like hey man like you know, I think for me, it's like just saying, hey, I'm, I trust you with this. But like I said, if it happens, 
you know, and people know about depends, it. All right. You know, to wrap it up, I think it really depends on who you tell it to. Now, <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you know, before I get myself in trouble, it was a great episode. This went way longer than I thought it would. Um, oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, comment, subscribe, yeah, all, the all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah. More, more episodes to come, man. Cool, episode man. 10. Episode 10. Appreciate you guys. Keep like, sharing, comment, yep. do all the things. We really appreciate it. And yeah. see you next one. All right.